0: The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch-ch-chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: The Open Mic Broadcast Network would like to take this time to recognize its sponsors and underwriters. Attorney Lee Van Richardson, Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union, Prairie View Athletic Club, Temple of Refuge Ministries, Reflections Paint and Body Shop, Helping Hands Lawn Service, Diva Skin Conditioner, Purple Drip Daiquiri and Grill. For more information on how you can become an underwriter or a sponsor here at the Open Mic Broadcast Network, our number to call is 832-213-8824. Serving the community through faith and athletics. The Open Mic Broadcast Network, Prairie View, Texas. It's the radio guy, Mike Prince. Welcome to the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline. We are always on the move trying to bring you news that you can use. Today would absolutely be no exception to the rule. We are excited to have on the line with us all the way from Pine Bluff, Arkansas, who is serving now as the interim athletic director for the Golden Lions as we present the song. And introduce to others none other than Chris Robertson. How you doing, sir, and welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Dr. Prince. I'm doing extremely
0: well, I'm trying to stay warm, bummed up.
1: Yes, sir. We look, we got an extension of a heck of a year of twenty twenty, the pandemic, now the winter freeze. Uh, what else is next, sir?
0: <laughs> you know, it's yet to be seen because we've been through it all. We've been through it all.
1: Yeah, remind me of an old gospel. I've been through the storm and rain
0: but I made it.
1: So if one thing we understand that we're swag tough and um, you got into a situation, I would say thrust, but thrust is for someone who's not prepared or ill-prepared. You had a transition of power in the athletic department. Uh, A.D. Peterson steps down. It was duly noted. There was some potential concerns. He wanted to stick around as long as he could. And the opportunity is presented to you. Do you look at this as somewhat of a dress rehearsal to go ahead and prove what has already been established with your already, let's say, polished pedigree?
0: I would. That's that's a very good way of putting that, Doctor Prince. It would be a a dress rehearsal. Um, It would be an opportunity to get out and and, and represent um, all of our alumni, especially those student athletes that played at UAPD with me before me and after me. So it would be a dress rehearsal to. Um, show and um, really get the opportunity to start that connection to get those former athletes back involved. It's it's always
1: good to rally around, if you would allow me to say, a native son who has come back and, well, not really left, but has been there to establish and put the signature, that golden lion pride way of getting things done. But not to be remiss, even though it was a one-year stint, A.D. Peterson was able to help establish and and set up some things that should, and I use that very loosely, uh, be to your advantage.
0: That is correct. That is correct. He he brought a wealth of knowledge um, to UAPB. Again, he's a very um, (laughs) – he's a a guy that can, can come in and change the entire atmosphere of the room immediately. You know, he's a warm person. He's about the kids. He's about the coaches. And he has some very significant um, connections as well. We will be um, – uh, we are better for the time
1: Very good. Now, did you see this
0: coming at all? You know, th- throughout th- this past year, just like, like you said, with the pandemic, with the weather, things that continue to happen, one thing we've learned is to be prepared for any and everything. Um, there were some limitations with Coach and being able to um, have the entire access that he wanted. So well, there were some tough times. So there was some times. some times that came out to where he was um you know, you can see it to where he didn't get the opportunity to do what he wanted to do in its entirety. So every now and then you would wonder or well, you knew some things were about to change.
1: If they bring it up, I'm prepared oh, for this next level yes, conversation.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And we had we had a a a a, a plethora of convers- you know, dialogue going back and forth. Um hey, if this happens. Hey, we'll do these things here. Some of the things we want to plan for the future, um, solidify the infrastructure. It was a constant ongoing um, um, conversation between Coach Peterson and our leadership team, and um, a lot of times I would meet with him off campus. We talked just about daily, weekly, on the weekends. you name it. there was a lot of dialogue, so we would like to say we're better for it the time it's very
1: good. Very good. We're on the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union hotline right now with Interim Athletic Director Chris Robinson of the Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions. Now, I do want to get something, since you are an official administrator and an alumnus of the Golden Lion Pride family. Is it University of Arkansas Pine Bluff or at Arkansas Pine Bluff? It's
0: University of Arkansas. At Pine Bluff.
1: Thank you very much. Because you know, and I'm pretty sure you've seen it. It's at and of. You see it depending on who knows the the direct understanding of the history. And I want to make sure that we're right and all I do and get an understanding. So I'm glad that I will now remember that it's at Pine Bluff and not of Pine Bluff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, when you go on and you look at this, you're, uh, if you allow me to say, you're Robin watching Batman do his thing. And all of us at one point of leadership have been in the Robin's shoes and said, man, if I ever become a Batman, I would do it this way, I would do it that way. Have you had to tell yourself, slow down, don't get too ahead of things, and let's finish the course of what started, and then you start implementing and putting your signature on the direction you want this program to go in? And
0: you know what, that, that's a very good analogy Dr. Prince, you used. And um, um, every day I had to tell myself to slow down because, again, due to um, the nature of where we are right now with this pandemic, of course, with Coach Peterson and and having some underlying conditions, he was not able to physically be in some areas sometimes. So I was thrust into that area to be able to have that experience, to have to make those decisions at times. But, again, I would pull back at times and make sure it was in alignment with his overall vision so you know there were several opportunities where i had the opportunity to to make the decision and then there were some where i had to, to jump in and make them immediately but again i wanted to make sure we communicated that on a regular basis to keep everything with the overall vision
1: well what i'm hearing right now which is the sign of strong leadership and the strong sign of building future strong leadership is trust and communication, because those right. two elements are very dynamic into moving any organization forward, especially in the right direction. And, and I'm hearing that there was a pretty clear line of trust and communication, not only between you and A.D. Peterson, but you, the staff, and the student-athletes.
0: That's correct, and then, of course, the, the like I said, the chancellor, he sets the tone for the university, and then uh, with the athletic department, we fall in line with what that is. He sets the east has to dial, such the course, and we execute. And we, I believe in one team, one fight, and if we have the ship going in the same direction, we can be a lot more effective as opposed to we have the ship going one way, then we're rowing a different way, and we're going against each other. But if we're going one direction, we can make a significant impact not only for the the community, but the county, the state, and, in fact, beyond the borders as well. So um, the more in line we are, the more synergistic we work, um, the more impact we can make it as a whole for the university.
1: Absolutely. Now, unfortunately, there are many people who are sports fans, and they don't totally get the – deeps and depths of the business side of athletics in particular, and you as an AD of, of any uh, athletic department, whether it's a Power Five, FCS, NAIA, high school, it, it, you have a certain core of duties that you must carry out. Would you, for clarity purpose, help our listening audience understand what you understand the critical roles of an AD other than the obvious of sitting at the big chair?
0: One thing in particular is that uh, we talked about the Power Five and and we look at budget as a whole and we know the ultimate goal is the same is to provide our student-athletes with the best possible opportunity that they can can have while they're on your campus. And and again, during this pandemic, to keep them safe. So um, I'm going to commend our staff especially our trainers and their stewards and leading that with with COVID to making sure we were aware we were educated we do everything we possibly could within the SWAG guidelines at our school the guidelines and the state guidelines to be safe so um through education although we may not have the the funding that others have but we have the resources in terms of being creative to be able to get the things done that we need to get done so as far as an athletic director looking at all those things. Um, prime example, we look at power five schools typically within their academic program. They may have twenty-five to thirty people that work to help support their student athletes. And typically HBCUs are looking at five to six that are asked to do the same job. So to be creative to make those things happen, um, we have to have some good people that are knowledgeable, that are willing to do um, jobs outside of their duties at times to make that happen. Because again, we have to do those things to make sure. Student athletes have what they need to be successful, and you continue to see our uh, student athletes come out and strive and to, to be the best. And they, whether it's in the athletic arena, on a professional level, or in the corporate world, they are typically um, high achievers because of that additional love and support that they receive from those people. Because a lot of times,
1: people that work
0: at our universities was money and good, but a lot of times they love that 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 feel that they get back from helping a kid survive and make it through some tough times at times. So from an athletic perspective, we know all these things we have to do. We know all these goals we have to have. But again, being creative enough to put everybody in place with a limited budget to still reach that ultimate goal. And it's a challenge, but the reward is is so satisfying.
1: You know, I couldn't have summarized that better than what you just said because it's obvious, especially on our level, if you allow me to get personal with this, we we understand the money part, but there has to be a special passion, a special love, and a special dedication that in most cases, and I won't say this too loud, We would be willing to take the discount if we know that we can make an impact on our said university, especially our alma maters. And there's something that you will get from not only that staff but that fan base. And sometimes, and I'm not saying that you're part of it, but you are in the big group now, I think that we miss opportunities to strike that iron while it's hot to say we might not be able to generate a hundred million dollars to a football season. But we can do this amount of gold and I believe I was just talking with someone earlier this week that I don't care if it's in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, Itabena, Mississippi, Prairie View, Texas, and Lorman, Mississippi. I personally, and maybe I'm just a blind fool, I believe there is enough to at least warrant $100,000 annually in that immediate vicinity, 25-mile radius of generating $100,000 minimum per athletic department. Does that seem too far-fetched?
0: No, not at all, because we received a call like that in December. I received the right for Christmas. Best call I received in a long time. With so a hundred thousand dollar gift, so I know it's doable. <laughs> yeah, I know we can't even <laughs> Yes, sir, and
1: I promise you, I knew nothing about that. But that's <laughs> the the simplicity that I think. I think sometimes we try to overcomplicate things, and we yeah. focus on what we don't have instead of maximizing what we do have, yeah. and we miss that's so okay. many golden opportunities. You know, um, I was taught at a young age. If you really want to make an impact on someone that you're in combat with, do you hit them with an open hand or you hit them with a closed hand? And (laughs) that closed hand is, you like the way I put that one, huh?
0: That closed (laughs)
1: hand is going to make a bigger statement. And all that really says is we bring what we have together and make sure that we're good stewards of what we do have. To make mm-hmm. the biggest impact that we can while we can. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. You know, exactly. you got me fired
1: up, sir. I almost <laughs> called you coach just then. But <laughs> give me the ball, coach. I can make it there happen. You go. <laughs> but, 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 so many times we know walking into these situations with our eyes wide open what we're going to be faced up against. It's nothing new. So. Let's not act like we just saw a new gatepost laid out for the first time and we're trying to figure out how this thing works. So with that being said, what do you see as an immediate impact that any athletic director could do to turn around the morale of the inherited programs?
0: I think, one, infrastructure. solidifying an infrastructure to where the um, alumni base starts to see this is something they want to be, be a part of. You know, they already, like you said, a lot of alumni look back at their schools, and specifically HBCUs, and they are excited. They brag on how they've been a part of it and all those things, too. How do I provide a product for them to where they want to be more involved, to be even more proud, you know, and supported financially? And I think that's through transparency and all those things, too. Having clear goals, um, being transparent, being clear communicating and appreciating those that have been there to support you and of course looking for the others to come in and do some things as well but just having a clear concise plan that you can communicate effectively with what you want to do with the university's program their university and make it grow from there then branch off to the community as well because a lot of times too if i'm putting my name on something i want that to look good and we want them to look good with their name on a particular building, uh, a venue or whatever, and just show them this is what we're going to do with your brand, because it's important, and your name is important, we're going to take care of you. I think the better we, we provide, provide a true, simplistic picture of our infrastructure and showing them the quality of work and the quality of the product we're going to provide, we'll get more and more people back involved.
1: We're on the Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union hotline with Interim Athletic Director of the- Golden Lions of the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, Chris Robinson. Now, you just said something that was very dynamic, and, and I'm going to put you on the spot right now. You are going to have your top five wish lists that you would like to see immediate change under your leadership. You want to sell this to the alumni base. What would those top five
0: items be, sir? I have five items I want to sell to the alumni base. That's a very good question. One, per sport. Former individuals that played in specific sports, whether it's women's soccer, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, start getting involved in supporting that individual sport and that coach financially. That's one thing I want them to be involved in and find out what they want to see happen with that particular program. That's one thing. Two start to have their names up and celebrating their accomplishments as well. We started to do some things in the, in the complex um, to show some of our former championship teams want to the, the current athletes to know the former athletes and be a part of, you know, celebrate the UADB history together. Three, facilities. Upgrading some facilities, um, track and field, um, complex with soccer, of course. Um, indoor facility for football and uh, a softball complex for a softball team. And eventually, we'd love to have a, a separate basketball arena for our the basketball. I'm going to add
1: one more, and I know it's a process in the making, but I'm an old baseball guy. Finish mm-hmm. them lights on the baseball field. Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I guess. Look, you some tell things. Carlos James you yeah. tell Carlos
1: James I went to bath for him. Yeah, yeah. He keeps that he keeps that at the forefront. Man. we got some other things to work so with him right
0: now too. And get set up and re-
1: we
0: we'll get those lights up and going, but
1: yeah. Yes, sir, yes sir. Well you know what? I'm wishing you nothing but success and hopefully they'll lift that interim tag real soon from you. they say it's all about timing. And now it's about striking that iron while it's hot. And we thank you so much for joining us on our Brazos Valley Schools Credit Union Hotline. We have a custom here, sir, where we allow our guests to have some closing thoughts and comments. And the floor is now yours.
0: Dr. Prince, I want to say thank you so much for this opportunity to speak with you and um, your, your national audience. Um, I do appreciate this opportunity to represent our dear mother, um, University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. Um, we are excited about the things that, the possibilities that we have for our athletic programs. And I would say personally, one thing I've been able to do from an academic standpoint and education standpoint, I've been in the corporate world, I've been in higher education, I've made money, and we'll make more money. But One thing I know I can't do is replace that time. And there's no other place I'd rather really spend my time than at the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff right now, invested in our future, which is our youth. And I'm excited about this opportunity to do so. Um, we talked about timing earlier, and I think this is the right time for the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. And there are some great things that are about to happen. So please keep up with us, all of us, and tune in. It's got to be exciting. So thank you.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Now, how can they follow your athletic program we'll add it in the footnotes of this particular episode but for those that are listening right now
0: those that are listening you follow our program at
1: www.lionsroar.com www.lionsroar.com Well, once again, sir, we thank you so much for making yourself available. I know that people on the upper echelon of the food chain don't have much time for a little radio host like myself, but we do not take it for granted, and we are greatly, greatly appreciative of you making the time. He is Interim Athletic Director Chris Robertson of the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. I am the radio guy, Dr. Mike Prince, reminding you that you can follow me on Twitter, at The Mike Prince Show. The YouTube channel is Open Mike Broadcast Network. Our website, obnradio.com. I'm going to exit stage left for right now. My time is far spent. But until the next time, you guys be blessed, and we'll see you on the other side.